Welcome to Interviews. Being an entrepreneur is the toughest job ever. There are no practical guidelines. So I created this podcast to help crack the entrepreneurship code. Join me every week as I invite entrepreneurs to share their stories, the practical tips and lessons they've learned along the way. Don't be the main bottleneck in your business. Subscribe now. Interviews is brought to you by Social Prize, a marketing and communication agency operating remotely since 2005. Social Prize specializes in digital technologies and communication, web development, e-commerce, remote working, coaching, training, growth hacking. Log on their website, socialprize.me. Hi, thank you for joining. New country today. We are virtually flying to Australia in Europe. My guest is Simon Severino, the founder of Strategy Sprints, a company whose mission is to get business owners to have long uninterrupted vacations again because the business runs smoothly without them. I love it. How do they do it? By doubling the client revenue in 90 days. Hey, Simon, thank you very much for being a guest today. Hello, everybody. Excited to be here. Excellent. So let's start. Tell us about your journey. Last 18 years, I've been doing just one thing, and that is coaching entrepreneurs. Right. And I've been sitting in these meetings where we have to decide, do we launch a new product with this feature or that feature? Do we do that in that country or that country or both countries? Who does what? And I have seen many things go wrong, obviously, mm. and I've learned from them. And every time I had to come up with a structure, how do we do this launch? And after doing hundreds of them, I had some templates ready. So some things were working and the things that were working, I would reuse the next time we had the similar problem. So at the end, I had 274 templates and, um, and people knew this. And this is how I became a coach because everybody was like, Simon, can you coach me? I need these templates and I want to get done faster with your templates. And I said, sure, let's do this. And uh, I shared the templates with, with our clients. And so it became a team. It became a global company. And now there are certified strategy sprints coaches. They have access to a sprint university with 274 templates, plug and play ready. And we are, we are something like the Spider-Man's uh, friend who is at home. The founder is in action, right? They need to decide a ton of things. Should I do this or that? Should I go HubSpot or, or Salesforce? Uh, and they need so many decisions per day. And we are their friend who is home, uh, literally home. <laughs> and uh, and we, we go to the computer, okay, give me a second. Tick, 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 tick. Do this, don't do that. And so we are a partner to founders who are doing beautiful work, but it's really tough to run a company nowadays. Really tough. Many moving parts. Uh, sales is changing. Marketing is changing. And so... It's, it's a continuous exploration and it would take you months and years to get it right if you don't have a blueprint. So with the blueprint and the one-to-one -one coaching, that's a good combination. 
you were saying it's really tough to uh, to run a company today. What are what are the big changes you've seen uh, you know over the 18 years? Volatility, uncertainty, ambiguity. Uh, times 10, times 10. So if you look at a lot of the markets, right? I, I woke up two times in the night to check the markets because they are so volatile. And when they are volatile, as an investor, that's super interesting because I want to buy the dips. Right. And so, and today, even Bitcoin was down 5% and I bought some Bitcoin, but that's highly volatile. Mm-hmm. And so, Volatility in the markets means that the the needs of your clients change. Whoever your client is, their life is changing all the time. And so with their life, their needs change all the time. And that means your offer needs to adapt in an ongoing manner. And are you ready for this? Are you built for this? Are you built like Lego and not like Duplo? so that you can really reorganize the small parts. Can you change your offer in one week if you get the feedback that this is not what they need? Can you do it? And and so these are tough things. Organize in a way, that's why we have come up with three strategies, three habits, three numbers, because that is your operating system. If you don't have that, you cannot react quickly you get information too late. And when you get information too late, you cannot react anymore. If you know that something is broken since a month, well, that's too hard to fix. That client is gone. You want to know it in four hours, in six hours, in eight hours, and you want to fix it as soon as possible. And for that, you need you need the, the three habits. And we can go into the habits if you want. Yes, we will. We will go. But first, I would like to talk a little bit about you. And why did you decide to become an entrepreneur? How did you know? You know <laughs> when did you know it was it was what you were meant to do? I did never decide to become an entrepreneur. <laughs> I had no other chance. So I was utterly unemployable. Okay. A freedom guy. Mm. I go with my instincts. And <laughs> it's <laughs> I am unmanageable. <laughs> and so I'm I'm a creature of freedom and I have so many ideas and I want to do them. And I don't want to ask anybody. So I was utterly unemployable, and there is no other way for me to create, to be, to 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 unfold my being than being an entrepreneur. Most entrepreneurs are like that. We are like 2% of the world population and we are forces of nature. We create something out of nothing. And and if we don't create, we are unhappy. And uh, and, um, so there was no no choice (laughs) for me. That's just how I am. Well, that's what what I said usually. Entrepreneurship is a calling. There you go. A good example. <laughs> yes. And why why a coach? So Peter Drucker says you can either be the, the weapon or you can be the maintenance of the weapon. And one of them you need to pick. 
So what are you? <laughs> and uh, if I look at the first 10 years of my career, I was a very good maintenance guy. I was very good at sitting in these teams. They call them strategy teams you know, at, at BW or in many companies where I was in the so-called strategy team. Uh, there is a guy structuring the discussion and helping take the right decision. That was also always my job. I was structuring the, dis the discussion, the decision-making, bringing it to a point and then making sure that it gets executed in every country. That was my strength. And um, I did that for 10 years. And then it became, I, I became better at it. And, uh, and then I did it for 10 years more. So that's my passion. I'm really good at helping people take the right go-to-market decisions at the right time and make sure that they get implemented and they are successful. That, that's my superpower. Right. And then you took it, you took it the next, to the next level then, I guess, when you created Strategy Sprints because you have this promise which you, you promised to double your client revenue in 90 days. I mean, this is a big commitment. So how can you do that? It's actually, it's, it's, it's pretty simple. You have to get three things up. Hmm. To raise your revenue by 99%, you have to get three things up by 25%. One is the frequency of the sales. And that means the length of the sales cycle getting it from months to weeks. The second one is the conversion rate of the people on in your trial or in your demo call. How many do you really close? And that's a technique question that is easy to, to get up by 25%. And the third one is the price. Usually, I pretty quickly see where we can improve positioning. There are eight things that we can do in positioning and it takes three days to do them. And if we get them right, then we can raise the price by 25%. Now with these three things, you have double revenue. Right. And so is that what you call the three habits? These are the three strategies. So right. before we pick any of the 274 tools, we say, wait a moment. Uh, no tactic before strategy. So does it move one of these three strategies forward? And what's the exact plan per strategy? And then the coach says, okay, to do this, we need tool 16F and then pulls the tool from, from the Sprint University. But first we have to make sure that it is really moving that part forward. Otherwise it, it does it does, it should not get prioritized. It should not be a project. For example, somebody calls you and says, oh, we have to do an, an event with an NFT as a ticket because that's hot. And you go, all right, yeah, I heard it's hot, but let's, let me double check. Will it increase my frequency of my sales by 25%? No. Will it increase my conversion rate by 25%? No. Mm. Will it increase my price by 25%? I don't know. But if yes, then start the project. If not, don't do it. It's just a distraction for you right now in this moment. So 
independently if NFT is a good thing or not, it, it is definitely a strong trend. And I'm invested into that space. But for you as a business owner right now, what are the few important projects to move forward? I would check with these three strategies. And, um, and then it's, it's really easy to double revenue, to get some cash flow in. And, uh, and this year, we, we had a couple of clients who quadrupled revenue with, the, with that methodology. Mm. And I was like, guys, what are you doing? And they say, well, we just focused on these three things. <laughs> <laughs> it was really cool. And then the three habits, they are the operating system for you to really navigate through the darkness because it is darkness. Nobody knows next week, the markets, what they're doing, the supply chains, what they're doing. It's really tough. And we have six, six major technological disruptions come converging at once. Robotics, AI, blockchain, etc. all converging at once right now. We are just seeing the tip of the iceberg. This will be exponential change for everybody. And nobody of us knows really uh, how it will play out, when it will play out. But we know it's coming. And uh, the ones who are preparing for that, they, they will be having a strategic advantage. And, um, and the smart people are positioning themselves and are watching these trends and positioning themselves. But we will all be in waters that are moving. It's like at the beginning of a triathlon race of Ironman. You have 200 guys in the water and it's going... You don't see anything. Yeah, it's a mess. <laughs> <laughs> it's stressful. You don't see anything. And so if you have trained properly, now you can swim in the right direction without looking. But if you pull the head out, you, you will have a ton of problems. You, you will get kicked. So stay with your head down and swim in the right direction. That's the habit when you are in an Ironman. Now, what is the habit for a, a business owner, a small business owner? We say it's the daily, weekly, monthly habit. Mm. Daily habit, write down uh, your time allocation. I can show you. This is, this is the template that we use with all clients. I use it for myself here. This is my day today, the flow of my day. So what I do, six, seven, eight, nine, etc. I create the flow of my day, the day before. And then in the evening, there are two fields asking me a reflective question. So... I stop working. For me, it's 6 p.m. I stop working and I take five minutes to reflect and to create the flow of the next day. Mm -hmm. So of all the things that I did today, I'm looking at them. Which one will I delegate tomorrow? And then the second question is, if tomorrow I would live more freely and more intentionally, what would I do? Mm. The first one is very important because it's the systemizing delegating question. That's how you scale businesses. If you don't get into that habit, you will not scale anything. The business will run you. You will not run any business. So you're really uh, forcing the funders to focus on what matters the most for them. Yes. Yeah. And this is also a very old technique. And Peter Drucker uh, was, was telling everybody in his classes to do this. You, you don't just do the right thing. Learn from how you do it and do it better every day. And then 
the second reflective question helps you think bigger because usually you're just you know you're um putting this fire off and solving this problem and improving that and improving that and you lose the big picture so for example it popped up for me hey i wanted to write a book uh and so a book is nothing urgent right if you don't put it on the agenda you will never write a book yeah and so i was like ah, okay it's true i have to start a project book one and i just started a project in asana and i called it book one first task start writing mm -hmm. <laughs> that's it <laughs> but if i don't have this reflective question uh i don't think big enough so these are two reflective questions and that's the daily habit and i expect everybody in the team to do it and i am i am the first one to do it so everybody sees that it is relevant and it is a practice and um and we share it and we talk about it and so this is exactly the same template that we give to our clients and we look over our client's schedule and say look you were 2 hours on clubhouse um how much from 1 to 10 did this move your business forward mm. <laughs> huh? and then when they people get started they then also find also much more and so on average they find 10 to 14 hours per week that they can free up because the things either suck their energy or are not high leverage tasks 10 to 14 hours a week that's yes. a lot it's like more than one day of of work yes. what are, what are they stuck into oh my god founders do their own admin tasks some people schedule meetings mm. hey laurent can we meet next thursday yes yeah, send me two proposals mm. That's two hours per week, uh, just in scheduling meetings, you know, and that's admin. That's just organizing stuff. You can have Calendly do it for you or, or a virtual assistant. So two hours there. Then you have people doing their own bookkeeping, doing um, parts of the PNL that shouldn't be done by them preparing the parts for the PNL. Invoicing. They send invoices via PDF. Right. The, and so I can make a very, very long list of things that people do. They do their own LinkedIn posts uh, four hours per week. They go on, on Clubhouse literally two hours per week, uh, which, which leads to nothing, of course, nothing. Mm. And then they do maybe their podcast and they do everything on, on their podcast from scheduling the guest, which can be delegated, to editing it afterwards, which should be delegated, um when when they plan an event the preparation of the event they do themselves the follow-up to the event when they do sales 60 percent of sales is not really sales is admin that part please delegate that part for example documentation of the sales call data entry when you have a contact in your crm adding the linkedin profile to that this is all stuff that needs delegated. And I see founders doing all of these things every week. And that's why we have this daily habit. And then I ask, do you really need to entry the LinkedIn link of this person or can, or can some software help you or some VA? Right. It's very interesting because that's something I see also with my, with my clients, entrepreneurs. Uh, they get, you know, stuck into, into a lot of tasks they shouldn't be doing. But also what I find is that it's very difficult for them to let go. Do you see, do you see the same? And yes. why, why is that, do you think? It, it's, a, it's an evolution. 
And um, if, if you have a corporate background, it's easier for you. So I, the more corporate background or military background for that uh, you have, the more you know that organization is helpful and delegation and leadership are just uh, basics. If you don't have that and you just started your own agency and you and uh, you you are finding it all out by yourself, uh, then it's an evolutionary process. Then it's better you have a coach because um, it's like investing. The, the sooner you start, the more cumulative advantage you will have. Um, and it's a practice of letting go and uh, learning how to accept some bumps but still letting the other person um, uh, improve. And, and when, when we do this with our clients, after a couple of months, they go, oh my God, my life is different. I can now go on holidays for four uninterrupted weeks. It's the first time I have a project manager. It's the first time I have a key account manager. It's the first time I have a COO. I could now go for half a year. I have a COO. This was one of our clients that uh, every time you told me your, your sprint coach gave me the assignment, I hated it. But then <laughs> half an hour later, yeah, do I really need to do this? Come on, Simon, writing down my time. Ah. And then they do it and they go, my God, I found two hours per week back uh, freedom. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for, for, for sharing. I hope, I hope this will help uh, funders out, out there. Let's let's go back to you uh, a little bit. What have you learned about yourself? You know, since you're an entrepreneur. Who? Uh, every moment I'm learning something about myself. Um, every moment, I think eighty percent of the entrepreneurial journey is inner work. Finding out right. who you are what your superpower is, letting go of all the stories that hold you back from 100% holding that energy, holding that space for your real superpower, because we, we are all really um, infinite beings and we have that spark of infinity in us, mm. especially in entrepreneurs, you see it. These people are forces of nature. They create something out of nothing. They, they are in chaos and everybody is, is lost. And they go, oh, if we connect this and this and that and that and that, then we might have a platform out of this. <laughs> yeah. So it's inner work. And the inner work is really, I think, energy management, learning not to deplete yourself. In Zen, they say, there is nothing to do. And this is, I think, the main thing to learn as an entrepreneur, that there is nothing to do. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't have activities. Yeah? Uh, we have a ton of activities and every, every high performer has a ton of activities. But you can do them from a place of push or you can do them from a place of pull. Mm. And that makes all the difference. If you think of Bruce Lee, why was he the fastest? By far the fastest. There was nobody fast as Bruce Lee with his punch. He had never, never pushed 
in his punch. It was always coming from relaxation, no tension. Mm. And that's why he was so fast, so fast that nobody could, could ever keep up with him because he had eliminated the tension. And so that's for me a metaphor for uh, entrepreneurship. 80% of the work is to learn inner work to get rid of that tension. I have to do this. I have to do that. When you gradually stop doing that and, uh, and just are aware of what's going on, then things will emerge. And from that, now you jump on the wave. And that wave will, will be a big, a big and impactful event. And now you ride these waves mm. one after the other. And you can do that 60 hours per week because it is effortless. It will not deplete you. You don't need any coffees. Uh, you can drink water and have energy all the time when you find that uh, place in yourself which is there all the time. But the work is, I think, finding that and establishing yourself in that. And same thing with the business systems, not ad hoc and reinventing the wheel, but really creating repeatable, fun systems that give back energy because they have feedback loops. And so you, you do something and then you get energy back because you say, oh, 500 points, 800 points. Cool, I want more. The gamification of teamwork is also very important. And, um, and that is the, the outer side, the 20% of creating systems that have feedback loops, like angry birds, that motivate you. When you shoot a bird at angry birds, it says 600 points right now. It doesn't say, in two weeks, I will send you a report. <laughs> That's the difference. <laughs> right, yes. You were talking about uh, inner work. I'm really interested in that. How have you learned to release the tension? My way is literally, I have learned for eight years um, the art of, so from the body. You learn this from the body by having cultivating awareness of what's going on without doing anything. Awareness for the breath, awareness for your consciousness. And the easiest entry point is really from the body, mm. uh, especially if you are a high intensity person like entrepreneurs who don't, who is, it's hard for them to just sit and meditate, but you can do it with things like Tai Chi, with the, uh, the martial arts. My way was martial arts because you learn in martial arts that, especially if you are a thin guy like I am, and then you fight against big guys, uh, tension against tension, you lose, you, you break your bones. So if you don't use tension, what can you use? Then it's the opposite. You become fluid. When they, when they come with tension, uh, you become fluid, you stick, and then you use their energy against them. So you, use, you, you learn how the energy, you learn it first through the body. They come, you get fluid, and then you come back. And so, and from that, uh, you also learn mentally and emotionally, and maybe it's easier than to go from there into meditation and, 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 and moving that learning uh, forward. Where do you want to take your, your business to? I, I don't take my business anywhere. My business is carrying me <laughs> all over the globe. Right. It started as 
yeah, people have a problem and I'm here to help. And now it's a global franchise where people come in and say, I, I want to do South America. Let's talk. And, and I go, let's talk. I have an idea. Uh, I'm sure you have an idea. Let's hear both ideas and uh, let's rock South America. So let me ask you the, the question differently then. What's the legacy you would like to leave behind you? Here and now, I want to help entrepreneurs realize their dream. Mm. The way that I do it is opening doors and uh, turning on lights. And it manifests right now into our main program, which is 90 days, we help you double revenue. And it will evolve as, as the life of entrepreneurs changes. In three years, they might need something else, but we will always be here for the entrepreneurs uh, because this is our people. This is who, this is our tribe. And, uh, and this is us. Mm. So uh, we, we are here for that and we will be uh, ready to solve problems. And um, right now we are the best at solving one problem. So we will keep doing it and uh, being open and being aware and uh, learning, learning, learning and expanding with our clients. They, they bring us into more countries because they tell their friends. Is there anything that you would have done differently? <laughs> Many things. <laughs> no. My God, I would have bought Bitcoin much earlier. <laughs> uh. Also in entrepreneurship, I would have started investing much earlier. I had actually in my first years, I had money lying around on on the business um, uh, account because my advisors were, were saying that I'm, I'm saving 51% taxes if I just let them there. Mm. And I was listening to them instead of doing my own work and thinking in first principles. So I now realize that if you think in first principles in every area, you find better solutions for for most things that we do so i would think more enforced first principles not rely on experts but really thinking in first principles what do i want money to do i want it to to appreciate not depreciate so is it appreciating no <laughs> okay i need a better solution what is appreciating and from there doing small investments and I would start this much earlier. Now, thank you on 18 years of experience, all the experience that you have with your, with your customers and the funders that you, you know, you're talking to. What is the one recommendation that you would give to other entrepreneurs? Keep rolling. That's it. Don't let them stop you. Keep rolling. Keep rolling. If, if you're doing this, that you, there is a reason. And... Uh, uh, keep doing it. There is wisdom in that. There is magic in that. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. The first years are hard. Uh, keep rolling. Beautiful. Last question, Simon. How can people contact you? We hang out at strategiesprints.com and we are everywhere. We are on YouTube. We are everywhere. So if you input strategies, prints, or Simon Severino, Google, Google, uh, will help you immediately. 
Great. Well, thank you very much for your time today. Thank you, everybody. Keep rolling. <laughs> exactly. And thank you all for listening. Keep rolling also. <laughs> Non-stop listening. If you enjoyed this show, don't forget to subscribe to my podcast so you don't miss any episode. See you next time. Bye for now.